another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello, Philip here from Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. Uh, we hope that you've been enjoying all the coverage from over this Halloween weekend for Thraloween. Um, and so uh, for this very special video presentation, um, we have Sydney along with Jack and Janet from River Horse Games and World Anvil, respectively. Um, going to, they're going to give you a sneak peek on the Dark Crystal Adventure game, uh, which is an, a tabletop RPG game where you can play as a Gelfling of any clan of your choice um, as you journey throughout the world of Thra. Um, unfortunately I couldn't be um, part of this little game preview with them so um, but I do hope that you really enjoy this um, this little video presentation that we've um, uh, that we've done up um, exclusively um, you know as part of the Thraloween so we, we really hope that you'll enjoy the following presentation enjoy so uh, our adventure begins in the swamp of sock to the south of sort of most of the area of Thra, most of the, the civilized regions of Thra. How rude. <laughs> the Swamp of Sog is uh, a wild and dangerous place, but it is home to the Drenchen, um, a clan of uh, amphibious Gelfling who uh, are very much at home in the, uh, in the sodden swamp. You have been tasked to uh, check up on the guard of uh, all that is known to you as is the, the Ape Knot Prison. This is a very important task that has been uh, given to you by the Mordra herself, Mordra Lacid. She hasn't really elucidated much on why uh, you need to check up, but uh, you have a feeling it might have something to do with the fact that uh, the previous guard didn't uh, return. From the uh, from the prison when they were expected to uh, spooky a couple of days ago, so uh, maybe a bit dangerous. The only warning that you've been given is to uh, not approach the prison itself, and under no circumstances are you to talk to the prisoner. I reckon this is probably one of the uh, the first sort of real bits of uh, responsibility that you've been uh, given as a pair. Um, what do you reckon, uh, how do you guys reckon you know each other? Are you friends or what's your connection to each other? Just to clarify, neither of us know who is in the Ape Not Prison, correct? Uh, you don't, no. Okay. No, it's okay. a prisoner. Have we- A prisoner. A prisoner. We Have we been to the Ape Not Prison before? Is that a place that we would have gone to? You have not been to the Ape Not Prison before? You get the feeling that sort of the main reason you've probably been given this responsibility is due to uh, a lot of the more capable warriors, the more sort of uh, responsible members of the uh, of the clan have gone north uh, in order to uh, fight in the rebellion, the resistance against the uh, the Skeksi rule. 
Uh, and so this has been entrusted to you. So I'm thinking uh, we would probably know each other uh, because my sort of uh, idea for uh, my character, Rags, <laughs> was that uh, she has sort of been traversing the regions of the other clans to sort of recruit um, now that we're at this point in the resistance where the clans are much more friendly toward each other, more willing to take up arms together. Um, I'm sort of, I've sort of been tasked with going and seeing who would be interested in hopping on our ships and taking to the seas. So I'm now in uh, the Swamp of Zog to see if uh, I can make any Drenton buddies um, to bring back with me onto um, onto the boats and get swashbuckly. So I would say I've I've been uh, in Sog for enough time to start getting to know people and I'm, I'm sort of, but but not long enough to be like, I've definitely been to that Apenop prison. I'm still asking questions. I'm still a little unfamiliar with my surroundings here. So Nara has definitely, um, is a drenched, has been in Sog her whole life, uh, which is, is not as long as she would like everybody else to believe. And uh, I think the minute that Rags showed up, she was definitely asking questions about the rest of the world, but in a way that made it very clear that she didn't really give a damn. Um, but obviously she really does. <laughs> so you will see her around you a lot. She will be hanging around rags a lot. So casually asking questions, very, very curious, but not wanting to let on too much how curious she is. Because she's just okay. a little bit of pride, right? Um, so definitely a little bit of the annoying younger sister going on there. <laughs> okay. Who definitely thinks she's she's far more grown up than she really is. Uh, I would say uh, also that Rags is not as immensely well-traveled yet. I've probably been to like one or two other, other clans so far. Oh, that's like the whole world. I was sort of sent to the swamps because I needed to kind of chill out a little bit first that was sort of where I was tasked to go because I'm uh something of a of a partier and something of a you know I, I have too much fun uh with my with my job and I needed to get a little less big for my britches so I, I I needed to go somewhere where I could get a little humble so to speak so that's where we're yeah, at we're just going headlong <laughs> into danger that, that's exactly what's gonna happen now with these two yeah I'm sure it'll be completely uh completely uneventful you find yourself uh walking through the uh the swamps and uh you've moved off of the ape knot path off of the sort of uh although no part of the swamp of sog is really very sort of tamed or civilized um with the possible exception of great smurf itself you've sort of you've moved away from any sort of remnant of uh, of civilization sort of at this point it's uh, definitely off the beaten path although uh, with the directions you were given, you are able to uh, sort of catch the signs and know that you are going in the right direction. Could I grab a uh, sort of a perception from uh, from the both of you, or awareness, I believe, is the... Uh, that would be a straight uh, four. I have got a six. Oh, fantastic. Natural six. Nara, uh, you sort of, you realise as you're, as you're chatting, your conversation comes to a bit of a sort of uh, a pause and the silence of that pause seems to stretch sort of uh, 
longer and more silent than the swamp ever is. There's always midges, there's always some creature or even just the burbling of, uh, of swamp life around. But this silence feels deeper, feels uh, stronger than that. Uh, Rags, you sort of hear that silence and sort of you, you lean forwards and you sort of try and uh, um, sort of work out what, uh, what that's all about. And you sort of hear within the silence uh, ever so quietly, the hum of a, an ancient song. And it takes you a moment because you haven't heard this song for a very, very long time. Um, and but it's familiar. It is familiar. It is an old Sifan sea shanty. <gasps> so, um, and if you could give me an, uh, an ancient's roll. So this is going to be difficulty three. Uh, I've gotten a two for ancients. Uh, you can't quite make out the uh, the words, and but you do know that it's uh, it's definitely a sad song. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's not uh, it's not a cheerier sea shanty. It's more, what do we do with the drunken sailor? Okay. <laughs> and okay. and so... Uh, yeah, so very quietly uh, and coincidentally in the uh, in the direction of the uh, the eight knot prison that uh, you are getting close to this point i'm hearing uh, i'm hearing some music nara and it's very familiar but i can't quite make out exactly which song it is but it's definitely something from my childhood something from my kinsman round here it's it's weird i know i know are uh, you touched have you gone have you gone sun crazy or something i could have um we have been out here for a little bit and um Frankly, I, I haven't had a whole lot of sleep between you and me, <laughs> but I Well, if I know... you go at the future beat of wine, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? I mean, listen, listen, you're not the first one to tell me that. But um, the thing is, typically when I'm in this mode, even if I'm a little uh, unsure of myself, I tend to hear the best in the situations. And right now what I'm hearing is kind of a bummer. And that's not normally the kind of vibe that i that i have when when i'm adventuring it's so so i'm gonna go with my instincts here and, and see, like this is weird i'm uncomfortable how many fingers am i holding up uh four your whole hand that's your whole hand i'm not gone <laughs> i just if Jeez. you'd seen eight i'd have had questions all right so you're hearing crazy music well, after it's a night sad. it's sad music i i think I don't know. I typically, when I hear music like this, something is being mourned and maybe that's okay to head towards, you know, maybe a song of mourning. That's not quite so foreboding necessarily, right? Maybe that kind of- Well, it's long as it's not a preamble to us being mourned. Do you know what? It's fine. I will, I draw my machete. <laughs> I, I, um... I am not up for being mourned today. Not interested in that. Thank you very much. Um, I sort of pat my my little uh, sack of, of mushrooms that make people fall asleep because I'm like prepared that the person that we potentially are going to meet is is going to need to um, take a little nap because they don't sound sound happy. <laughs> um, as you've sort of uh, spoken, although you've been speaking quite quietly, uh, you do get the sense that sort of the, the utter silence of this place um, sort of begs for your sound to flow through it and travel 
and indeed sort of as you as you try and listen for that for that song again you hear nothing it's uh it has stopped did you hear it at all i hear midges i hear water i hear the swamp it's what it sounds like here what you've been here weeks now come on i hear that now but the song the song stopped i just wanted to double check that you so you didn't hear it at all it's gone now now i am a little concerned it's just me all right how about we get on with what mother lacid uh, told us yep. to do before we Absolutely. get in let's trouble? go because do you know what i've not got more hide to town at this point yeah so we keep keep walking toward where i think the sound came from i'm gonna sort of start in that direction of where where it sounds like um where i think the music was coming from you make your way um easily enough and uh sort of through the the water here is um probably about knee deep uh but the sort of the mud beneath isn't too uh um too thick you can make your nice way and squishy uh, sort of... between my toes <laughs> nara's definitely sort of having an easier time of sort of moving through this uh through this terrain uh whereas sort of uh rags definitely sort of having to to plod a bit more i got a lot um, of accessories i should have thought about that <laughs> As you near uh, the region, you see sort of uh, there's a few less trees about, uh, though their sort of canopies still reach each other, sort of uh, those sparser than they were before. And in front of you, uh, in the distance, uh, you see the gnarled branches of a grand ape knot tree at this sort of grove's centre. The branches twist around and uh, sort of inward rather than outward. Uh, and they twist so tightly that it creates almost this large orb of uh, almost solid wood. In the tree, you can see uh, sort of cut uh, into one of the branches uh, is a heavy set iron wood blade. Sort of, um, it's a sort of large old looking uh, weapon that would take sort of a, a strong gelfling, two hands. It's a mighty weapon of war. A bit creepy here. I. I'm still getting a a sense of something kind of familiar to me. I can't put my finger on it, and I don't think it's just because of where I was last night. I'm pretty sure that I'm picking up on something that just I don't know why why would that be here? Was I have any other Stephen ever come through here? Not that I know of. I mean, we had uh, we had those from Harar a bit ago, but no one's from the Sifa clan. I want to try to not necessarily perceive, but see if I have any insight as to, I, I want to investigate the weapon and see if it looks familiar to me at all. Like Are you if, wanting to do that sort of from the edge of the grove or get a bit closer for a better look? I want to get a little closer and try to investigate the, the weapon to see if there are any hints of something close to my culture that I'm familiar with. If you'd like to choose either ancients or awareness, depending on whether you're sort of trying to work out the history of the weapon or whether you're just trying to find sort of minute details. Since I have a bit of an advantage in awareness, I think I will uh, go with awareness. Uh, whilst you're doing that, um, Nara, what, is, what are you up to? Yeah. In the meantime, while she's fixating on whatever she's fixating on, um, I'm going to look around and see if I can see any traces of the guard because we were sent here to find the eight knot prison guard and I've never been here before, but I'm sure there were supposed to be people there are no people. <laughs> um, that is concerning. Uh, yes, um, if you so could give me an awareness as well then. I uh, rolled a three, but then I have the two the two uh, dots. Brings so that, that would be a... yeah, about five. So 
uh, looking at the blade, you can see that it's uh, it's an old weapon. Uh, you imagine um, sort of the only the only clan that really has old weapons of war is usually sort of stonewood. Um, so if you had to guess, you'd say it's uh, perhaps a, an old stonewood blade. And um, yeah, it seems as well. You can see it's like it's halfway into this into this branch. It's really stuck in there. Whoever swang this blade, definitely a uh, a tough cookie, a uh, strong a strong one. Listen, are there any big stonewood guys around? Because that's what this is telling me. And the fact that there's nobody around, would the guard have been? Do you think? This was the guards? I don't know about that. I mean, Stonewood, they live beyond the guardian trees, right? I mean, if I was going to hire somebody from beyond to come and guard this big thing, I might I might pick a big Stonewood guy. I don't know. There's just, that's what this, this sword is telling me, is that it's from not one of you guys. And it's, not, seen them in it's not mine either. That's all I can say. You guys will know that the original guard um, was Drenchen. Okay. But they may, they, so, you don't know what, what weapon or what uh, equipment they had. They might have had a, okay. a foreign sword. That's the sword. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty concerned that there's, that there's nobody around. Are you, Lacey did say we came to find the guard, right? Have I made any headway? I rolled a, a straight five, no bonuses. Uh, and you were sort of looking, looking up and around. Um, so you see, up in the uh, the sort of the canopies, they're a bit sparser than um, sort of they are uh, in the deeper sort of swamp of sock. Uh, you can see a few sort of vines working their way in between the uh, in between the branches. They don't look like any vines you've sort of you recognise. Um, they are sort of a, a pasty whitish grey, um, and you sort of see them working their way through the. Uh, through the canopies, some sort of down the uh, down the trees and into the uh, into the water. What is that? Should we touch them? Do these look like weird to you? Is there one close enough to poke it? You can see that uh, one has actually sort of uh, come down a couple of the the trees uh, sort of closest to you. They almost just look like sort of someone's thrown thrown rope at the at the tree, <laughs> and it's sort of stuck there. Um, and yeah, sort of, it's a couple of steps away. I want to root around and see if I can find a rock in the mud. I'm going to throw it at the vine. Uh, yeah, you, you can sort of chuck the, uh, the rock at the vine. Um, it, uh, it strikes, strikes the vine, but instead of sort of bouncing off or cutting into the vine or sort of knocking it, uh, it just sort of hangs there and hangs off of the vine. You can sort of see uh, sticky, gluey sort of resin uh, coming off the vine. And a, a sort of, it, you can feel almost uh, that this vibration of the, the rock has uh, transmitted almost up the vine and into the, uh, the canopies above. Oh, that's weird. You get the sense <laughs> rather than any physical sort of knowledge of something large moving in the canopy don't like that do you think we should climb trees and like not any of these with the sticky guys on them should we find a high surface to try to look because i feel like and i'm saying this very quietly because 
I think we're getting a sense that, that we are not alone here. Should we take our perception upward? Would that help? What do you think? So as far as I'm aware, there's nothing that lurks in the ape knot branches, particularly naturally, right? Yeah. Um, there's there's creatures and there's uh, nothing nothing that would prey on Gelflin. Nothing that um, sort of would be a predator. I'm I'm gonna look around for a tree that doesn't have this sticky, goopy, white, creepy vine thing <laughs> yeah. all yeah, over it. Same fact. Um, and if I see one, I'll beckon to Rags to follow me. Yeah. And point yeah. up. And um, we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get off the ground. Maybe it's a bit of cover, right? Yeah. Exactly. I want that sword. Just in case anybody's wondering, I, I've wanted that sword since I walked into this glen, and I, I'm damned if I'm not leaving with it. I want that sword, but I want to live. <laughs> yeah, we should try to leave, live first. Uh, as you look around, you can see that uh, yeah, a few of the trees don't have this um, this sort of the the whitish the whitish rope on them. You note uh, rags as you uh, as you sort of uh, step to to move towards uh, Nara that. Um, there seems to be sort of uh, a bit more resistance than there normally was um, coming through the uh, the swamp, and you'll notice that one of the uh, the vines on a nearby tree seems to move when you try and move your your foot. Is it stuck to me? Is there a vine on my person? As you lift your sort of boot out of the water, you do see that uh, one of the vines sort of is uh, is stuck to your stuck to your boot. It's on me, it's on me, it's on me, it's on me, it's on me. I'm running over machete in hand. Um, slice and dice, slice and dice. You may be an idiot, but you're <laughs> my idiot, I say. And I try and cut you free That's without really cutting sweet. your foot off. Okay, can you throw me a uh, ferocity, fighting ferocity? Yes! Finally, something I'm good at. She <laughs> says rolling a two. That would be a four. <laughs> yeah, with, um, and since you've got the machete as well, you can take um, um, improved on that. So you boom, can roll again. Boom, ten let's highs. try that again. That is a seven, all told. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, Much you better. rush over. Um, you basically, yeah, sort of um, half grab, half push. Uh, rags, chop through that um, that vine, and uh, with just one single single blow. Nice. And uh, and sort of the um, you can sort of feel the again. The vibration almost uh, moving moving up the uh, the webs, I mean vines, <laughs> and uh, yes, you can feel that uh, that sort of that movement from above you again, uh, this time sort of looming ever closer. Okay. Up the tree, up the tree before it gets us again. As you've been grabbed, sort of um, you've sort of been moved a little bit closer to the uh, to the prison itself. Uh -huh. um, and uh, you hear a small, quiet voice say, I think you should run, Gelfling. I'm with the creepy voice. <laughs> oh, you heard that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> you say this, oh, you heard that one, to a yeah. running Gelfling who was bounding <laughs> for the nearest tree. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna also run uh, toward that toward that tree. We want to go up. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, as you guys run, can you roll me uh, reflexes? Um, and I'm gonna give you um, uh, improved because you've got the uh, the warning ahead of time. A natural six. Oh, fantastic! 
That yeah. is a six all in for me. Okay, so um, as you as you run for the uh, run for the tree, uh, a great form smashes down uh, into the space where you just were uh, crashing through crashing through oh, the, <laughs> uh, crashing through the trees. It is you've heard of these. Uh, you've heard of Arafim. You know you know what Arafim are. Oh. But this is bigger than anything. Any of the stories that you've uh, you've heard. This is something large. This is something old. You can see scars across its back from uh, many sort of blades and, and battles, and it, uh, it turns its sort of whole body towards you. So something about Arafim that you'll know is they should be, in theory now, your allies. Uh, they are your uh, your allies in the in the war against the uh, the Skeksis. Mm -hmm. uh, something you will also know or have heard a little bit about is um, the darkening, um, a blight that is making its way through Thra and uh, infecting creatures and turning them uh, mad. So you have that information. <laughs> Nara, two things. Uh, one. That's probably not the guard. Two, those are probably not vines. I think that ate the guard. You think it is? I think it ate the guard. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just, we woke it up. Maybe it's friendly, but it's just really grumpy. Maybe we should sing to it? There was singing before, and it was like sort of a lullaby, and maybe it was asleep, and now it's not, and maybe we should sing or shut up. One of those. I don't know. I'm freaking out. I'm going to do a personal roll to see how smart Nara is. And okay. she's got a two. So, um, yeah, that's a great idea. You sing to it. I'm going to uh, uh, try to communicate. So I'm going to try to communicate. It. It's got eight legs. I've got eight fingers. I'm going to try to communicate with it as if I'm a small spider, a small, sorry, Arafim. And uh, I'm Ooh, betting on okay. my friend Rags's song that we can communicate with it. Okay. I got a perfect one. You keep doing that with your fingers. Are you ready? The itsy bitsy Arafim <laughs> was guarding the ape knot tree and it did a really good job. So you should not eat me. <laughs> That's wonderful. All right, uh, throw me an artistry check and you can definitely make that improved for your okay. wonderful, uh, <laughs> wonderful. Natural six Thanks, again, plus one, so seven. I got a two and a six. So thank goodness for improved rolls is all Our I can say. Our song slaps. Our song slaps. <laughs> uh, so it turns towards you. Um, it rears back. It's got. Uh, it sort of rears its sort of main uh, sort of battle claw. Uh, you can see it's sort of uh, its claw is notched. It's obviously seen a lot of uh, a lot of wear and tear. Even the tip, sort of the last half foot of it, is uh, snapped off in some old battle. Um, but it sort of it stops at the song, um, and you can see its uh, its eyes sort of curl towards uh, the machete uh, next to, uh, well, I guess you've, you've put it away. I, I sheathed it, yeah. I've, you, you need two hands to be an Arathim, really. Yeah. It's a two-handed um, sport. 
So you can see it, you can see its eyes sort of move towards the uh, the machete sort of sheathed, uh, then sort of look look back. Um, and it sort of it doesn't lower the claw, but it's not coming any closer. It um, it seems reared and ready, uh, but not uh, not currently in in attack mode. You've uh, you've calmed it somewhat. <laughs> okay, I think we should back away slowly. Yeah, and whisper, that's not our sword. <laughs> <laughs> we did not do that. Um. As uh, Rags keep singing, and I keep being a spy, so I will continue to 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 do this motion. So battle claws up, battle claws down, battle claws up, battle claws down. I'm trying to communicate that that we are not we are not aggressive, but I'm also doing this while backing away and trying to hide behind a tree trunk. That is the plan. It seems to sort of make itself bigger, uh, but it is happy for you to retreat to move away. Um, and it sort of it lets you uh, lets you move away, um, uh, turning to turning to rags and sort of like now that uh, Nara's a bit further away, it sort of focuses a bit more on on the closer the closer Gelfling. Um, um, which is me or Nara? Which is which is you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think I'm gonna keep singing, but I'm also gonna reach into my pouch and pull out one of my tuft rooms, which should smell delightful. And uh, so the, the tuft room is supposed to be a pleasant smelling mushroom that sends things into a deep sleep. So I'm gonna sort of waft it around <laughs> and keep singing about the itsy bitsy Ratham who deserves a snacky snack so that he can take a nappy nap. All right, I'm gonna give him a... Uh... A wild sense uh, check, sort of see if he uh, if he knows what this is. Is he um, partial to mushroom risotto? This is the question. <laughs> Delicioso. Um, <laughs> so he did not roll particularly well. Um, so he sort of comes closer, closer, uh, and as he's sort of looming, you're just sort of you feel the great weight of him. Yeah. Uh, this this close, you can also see that uh, one of his eyes is uh, is missing, and you can see the remnants of a uh, a great slash sort of across his uh, his carapace that looks a very very deep, very uh, painful, uh, very old. It's it's yeah. obviously sort of scarred over a long time ago. Okay. Um, wound. That uh, if you'd like to roll me a um, a wild sense uh, sure. check, it's going to be pretty high. It's going to be one to five. Oh, um, well, it's a good thing. I just rolled another natural six then. Um, never throw those dice away. Yeah, this is a good, this is a good D6. I'm going to have to like, put him in his own little box. Um, yeah, so I, I also want to, you know, kind of roll the mushroom toward him, you know, like, hey, buddy, this is for you. You've clearly been through a lot. I'm really sorry about your face and your leg. Um, if that was done by that big sword, once again, not mine or hers. <laughs> this though, this right here, you can have it. Here you go. Here you go, buddy. And like kind of roll it, like nudge the mushroom like toward him gingerly. 
as you sort of uh, move the mushroom towards him, he does crouch down and uh, and eat it. Sort of, uh, sort of one eye, the the good eye, focused on you the entire time. That claw still sort of. Um, good job, buddy. But it smells good, um, and you get the sense that he's probably quite hungry. Um, from the wound, uh, you get this idea. Um, and you get this this feeling from the from the creature. This sort of uh, you empathise with it. You feel its loneliness. Um, you get this sense of disconnection. Um, this wound seems deep, and you think that perhaps perhaps it's not uh, not as connected to its brethren as most Arathim are. Most Arathim. Uh, can sense other Arathim around them and sort of connect to them in a in a hive mind called the Ascendancy, and you think that perhaps this wound might be uh, might be affecting that, might be uh, getting in the way of its. That'd make a lot of sense. Is this uh, a so... wound or a scar? Uh, it's a scar. It's very mm, old. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, very old. Very if it was a wound, I might have something for that. If it's a scar, I can't help. No. This is damage that's been done. Okay. Oh, and um, you would you would imagine years and years and years ago that this damage has been uh, has been done. Uh, but yeah, it um, it eats the uh, the mushroom um, and sort of looks looks back to you, um, stands there, sort of seems to be uh, sort of glaring at you still uh, in those sort of those hateful eyes. Um, and then sort of, you can see it sort of slowly, very slowly sort of crouching down. Um, like it doesn't even realize it's it's sort of slowly sort of nodding off. Yeah, um, just keep singing to it, man. Just keep doing the fingers, <laughs> Nora. He's nappy nap, take um, a nappy nap. As it yes, sort I, of- I, I will, Yeah, and I'm gonna back, <laughs> back away. As so that's singing. one of us on one side of the tree singing, and the other one on the other side of the tree is doing the fingers yeah, uh, as yeah. we watch this Arathim <laughs> sort of fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. As you're back there, um, uh, Nara, you sort of you sort of move away to one of the uh, you're at one of the uh, the, the trees sort of around the the, uh, trunks, the grove, yeah. yeah. Um, and you'll see that on this uh, on this tree uh, there has been marked. Um, in dream etched uh, sort of writing on the uh, on the tree, you have each of the the clan symbols, the the Gelfling clan symbols, in a uh, in a circle uh, around uh, the word Skeksar. I have to know um, who that is. Do we know who that is? What is our um, world knowledge like? So uh, the Drenchian knowledge about this term uh, is that the term Skeksar is synonymous with danger. Um, the Sifan knowledge uh, is that the name Skeksar appears with regularity in the myths of the Sifan people, both as hero and as villain. So sort of in, in many of the stories, it's a sort of mix. They're almost this mythological creature, um, this character. Uh, but you will know, uh, of course, um, from, the, from the prefix, the way that uh, Skeksis named themselves, uh, you'll be able to make the jump that uh, this may in fact be Skeksis. The other thing you'll notice, um, so uh, the uh, the clan symbols around 
do give you sort of the feeling of a of a prism of a sort of surrounding the term sketsa, um, and you will see a great gash uh, in in sort of uh, one of the symbols. That uh, is in the Grotten symbol, and uh, it it feels that 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 gash. Uh, if you so that you can see the uh, the arafim, uh, you get a feeling. That would match the Arathim's uh, sort of scythe-like claws. Interesting. Yeah. So, so I will beckon uh, Rags over to come and see this, um, and I'll be like, you know what that means, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of myths about about Skeksa, and some of it's some of it's cool, and some of it's really, really not. So what you're talking about? That means danger. It means this I place mean, is lethal. Yeah, yeah, that could be true. But we also, in my culture, have like, we named our star kind of after the the being that this name also means. We have the Mariner star. And I and so it could be like whoa, 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 pointing. Whoa, whoa, being? A star and a person well, and a what and a being, who and a hey? I think unclear, your gills are clocked. It's unclear whether... Skeksa really existed, but this kind of tells me that they probably did. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Gonna... So we're talking about a person here. Well, like probably, a a, probably a Skeksis because of the Skek part of the name, I think. Whoa, 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 wait. Did you catch whoa, that it's wait. Skek in the name? You caught that, right? Yeah, yeah, Skek. but did you catch that it's like... Yeah, um, it's 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 not possible, right? You can't capture a Skeksis. Can I you? mean maybe all of the clans together, like in this sort of symbol situation, something must have happened here with that involved like all the clans coming together. And I think given recent events, that kind of does make sense. Like we've sort of been doing that kind of thing lately, which is cool, but. I had no idea that this happened, if this is what we think it is. All right. Well, look, dreams are dreams and stories are stories. But as sure as mud is mud, we're supposed to be finding the guard. I think we should walk around the outside of this, because I don't fancy going in there again. I say looking at the sword just for a second, being like, no, no, we shouldn't go in there again. We should walk around the outside and see what we can find. Because uh, I don't know if that thing has friends, but I don't want to meet him. I I mean, I don't think he does, though. He seems kind of, didn't you get the sense that, like, he's kind of by himself and, and he's not very happy about it. So I don't know if I'm... you noticed, but I don't speak legs. You did pretty good considering, though, let's be honest. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. We investigate more, walk around, see if we can uh, find anybody. Should we go with the original plan of going upward and trying to get a a view of the surroundings from a vantage point? I, I squelch my feet in the mud. You can go up if you want to. I think I'm happy here with my toes in the mud. Okay. All right. Um, I'll, I'll climb a tree then. I'm going to, I'm going to climb, um, I'm going to climb the, the ape knot tree, I think. The, the one, the big one. Were we told not to touch it? We were told we not were, to talk to who was in it, but were we told, told not, not to, to talk touch to it? Prisoner. You were, yeah, you were basically like 
it's dangerous, be careful, and whatever you do, don't talk to the prisoner. I want to try to get onto a tall branch nearby so that I can get a vantage point, you know, of the perimeter, you know. So, and then I can sort of communicate what I see down to Nara. Okay. Um, can you throw me a uh, climbing check? It's not too bad. Uh, difficulty three. In the meantime, I'm going swimming. <laughs> I got a natural five. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, you uh, make short work of, uh, of the tree. Um, and from sort of this vantage point, you can see sort of slung between a lot of the trees, you can see the webbing of, uh, of the Arafim uh, making their way through. Um, and uh, indeed, from this sort of vantage point, you can also see um, a few sort of cocooned shapes within the uh, within the branches. Okay. Do I, do, is there any hint that there are more Arafim around? Um, can you throw me an awareness? Yes. Five plus two, seven. Seven. Um, you, uh, you do not, uh, you do not hear any other Arathim. You don't see any sort of signs of danger. Uh, so you can be pretty sure that, um, that, that these cocoons are thanks to our sleepy friend down there. Most uh, likely. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's. I think I've seen all I need to see. I don't see any other movement from this vantage point, just evidence that our uh, sleepy buddy has captured some people. So I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of, can you hear me from up here, Nara? Nara, Nara! I do sort of like a loud, aggressive <laughs> yell whisper. Yeah, you know, like a stage <sighs> whisper, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stage whisper, exactly. Uh, well, it looks like there are probably Gelfling up here that have been uh, in in webbed, ensnared by uh, bungling by mud flaps. I say, and I make it up the tree. But the good news is that it looks like it was just him. There's he doesn't have any buddies up here. So well, I don't know if that's good news. I'm a bit worried. You just found a guard. I mean, that is what we were told to do, though. So. I was kind of hoping to find them like walking and talking and I mean that's you know, the best case scenario but like but technically just come just come up let's let's poke him or something maybe yeah, he's yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leg out the tree um that is a five fantastic yeah you uh you followed the uh the path rags took and uh and get up that tree how far uh, away nice are these cocoons? um so they're closer to the sort of center of the um of the clearing. How many um, are there? Uh, there are three. And how many guards were there? Two. Oh, interesting. I want to poke a vine. A vine? I want a vine. I want to poke one of these webicles and see how sticky it is and see if I can get myself off it. So I'm just going to go with a finger, first of all, like that. Uh, so. You get it with a, a finger, yeah, and it's definitely sticky. <laughs> and uh, sort of pushing off, yeah, it takes like quite a lot of force to pull your finger away. Um, so you imagine if it was stuck to sort of a larger area of your body, it'd be quite quite difficult to uh, uh, to extricate yourself. All right, well that I don't love. Could um, we fashion a poking device to sort of 
poke one of the cocoons and see if there's any sign of life or i love a good poking device <laughs> could i just uh, <laughs> i live i live for a good poking device <laughs> i reckon if you um you could set, if you climbed a little bit closer you would um you would be able to to poke from a from a distance what about a different approach what if we just started chopping things that is another interesting option. uh okay you don't you're, you're not concerned that uh if one of these dudes in here is still alive if he drops then that could cause him to not be alive all right hear me out a great smurf right you've seen it there's all those like wires and ropes and stuff and you know what if you cut one rope it's not a problem because there's other ropes and that's what i'm looking at here right you've got you've got i'm gonna say your shapes because i don't want to get too attached to them right now you've got your shapes <laughs> in the middle right and then i'm seeing like a couple of points so i'm wondering what would happen if we just like removed one and then removed like maybe another one over there and then maybe it wouldn't be like a big drop for the uh the uh Shapes. shapes let's call them <laughs> maybe it would just be like a little bit and then a little bit and then a little bit and maybe the uh the shapes won't break their gills when they hit the ground it's it's just a thought right i'm not a yeah. honestly, or something i mean how much worse could their situation really get for them honestly so uh, it's already a pretty bad day for them if we just leave them there anyway so we might as well try i am going to attempt to cut so actual actual question how many points do these things have so i'm assuming there's a there's a webbing situation going on. yeah so um i reckon if you sort of climbed around uh you could sort of cut in three or four places and uh and sort of release one of these cocoons so they'd uh, have like a gradual gently. poetic descent is that what you're telling me <laughs> that's what that's what you're hoping yes uh, um, yeah, at yeah. the end of the day it is water and mud below it's not as if it's like onto a hard a hard surface Right, so um, a soft landing. Maybe there'll be a fish to break that yeah, fall. All right, let's do some chopping. Drownable oh, landing. Bad day for the fish. Soft and only marginally squishy. There we go. All right, two let's out, get Two out of three of them are probably drenching as well, so they'll be fine. I um, too am marginally squishy. I understand. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a sog thing. Don't worry about it. You get used to it. All right, I'm taking my machete and I'm going to start. So instead of going thwack and cutting through it and, and causing all all flavors of chaos i am going to attempt to gently thinly slice mm -hmm. and see if that approach works if that approach mm. does not work i will start dropping <laughs> um okay can you throw me a wild sense please wild sense wild yes. sense getting the sense of these these webs and that is a three a three okay uh, i don't so... have much sense <laughs> uh so uh, it takes you quite a while um and uh, you get the, um, you hear the sort of sounds of of clicking from the uh, from the Arathim below, uh, which you think might be Arathim snores, uh, but it does bring up the sort of um, the thought, uh, the niggling thought in the back of your mind of how long do Arathim sleep, um, and how you know he's a he's bigger than a Gelfling. Those mushrooms would have lasted, you know, a long time on a Gelfling, but yeah. Well, how many do I have? Oh, I only have one, but okay. I was going to just like <laughs> throw some more down there, but. Yeah. At, uh, uh, so it takes you a while, but uh, after sort of, you know, a 
uh, while you uh, are able to sort of cut down one of these uh, these cocoons, which falls gracelessly um, but <laughs> harmlessly uh, into the uh, into the water the water below. Is um, it possible to tell which end of the shape is like a lumpy round end and which end of the shape is like a poke <laughs> end? Um, you reckon, yeah, you, you reckon luckily it's landed uh, sort of feet mostly first and whatever whatever you would expect the, the head to be, for it does look like it is a, a gelfling shaped uh, cocoon um, has sort of landed. Um, and in fact, uh, as it lands, uh, you get a, it, it wiggles a bit in, uh, in shock. Um, so alive, hopefully. Cool. All right. Okay. I'm going to keep, keep shopping. Keep Why shopping. don't you go down and start Hunt unwrapping? It. You and me, we're like this. We're like this. Okay. So I'm going, I'm going down. I'm going down and I'm going to start. Uh, do I have, I don't know if I, oh, I have a staff, but that's just for blocking. I guess I can always just, just grab a stick, you know, like a pokey stick and, um, start kind of trying to peel away at the at the sticky stuff carefully to try to free this shape's face yeah okay um can you grab me a strength check as you're mm -hmm. sort of uh as it's you're very... down there okay that is a two <laughs> i am not strong <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I am not a strong person. <laughs> uh, so, so you're working. After a little bit of time, you manage to sort of, um, uh, sort of get the the head. Uh, yes, um, it just takes uncovered. some effort. Elbow yeah. grease. Um, okay. The um, uh, the gelfling, uh, a drenchin, uh, appears to be unconscious um, underneath. And uh, as you sort of get that final um, sort of thing, you hear uh, a small voice. From the uh, from the tree once more, it says, uh, "Don't trust them, Sifa child." Why would I not trust a Gelfling who clearly didn't win this? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna not listen to the creepy voice from the tree. That just something about that. <sighs> I just, I, I'm gonna hold off on how I feel about the creepy voice from the tree and keep, stay focused. Don't get distracted by creepy voices. I've learned that lesson before. So I'm gonna keep trying to open up as much of, like free as much of this guy as I possibly can while um, Nara is trying to get the other guys down and hopefully not smush me in the process with their bodies. But um, so it's real tough going. It's taking you a long time. Um, and sort of, yeah, this is, this is hard work. Uh, especially without sort of a, a cutting tool, um, and uh, you uh, you hear once again uh, sort of the the voice, the drenchen are all liars, deceivers. Okay, see now that that is very um, culturally insensitive. <laughs> I'm very inclined to not listen to that. That's just straight up. Um, to say the least, it's problematic, and I don't stand for it. So I'm tuning it out, um, <laughs> and I'm gonna Nara, the prisoner. I'm not talking to it. We were, we were told not to. I think we were told not to talk to it because it seems to be highly racist, and we need to, if it says anything to you. Ignore it. It's very problematic. Just head, just warning. 
um, <laughs> ignore the racist prisoner. Just stay on task. Stay on task. And okay, I'll hit back. All right, that's fine. But maybe don't wake Mr. Sleepy down there. I say, looking at the Arathim and looking back at you and looking at the Arathim and looking back at you. <laughs> the the like, Arathim's leg twitches as if it's chasing Gelfling in its sleep. Um, it's very adorable and also very threatening. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I go, oh. <laughs> 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 Sweetie, no more. Okay. Um, so now that... Uh, the unconscious friend most i can we can safely say his face his entire face is free yeah, at this point yeah. right i'm gonna start, he certainly seems um, safe at this point um and i think uh, by this point as well um uh nara will have managed to cut down sort of the other the other two okay um, all right um, i'm gonna shin my way down then and try and go and help uh rags yeah i imagine I'm you have something pointy that would help i've got my machete <laughs> nice okay so uh Whilst that happens, I'm going to try to like smack this uh, shape with a face, his face around <laughs> a little to try to get him to wake up, see if, see um, if I have any luck there. Uh, you don't think it's going to be easy, uh, but it's uh, healing uh, difficulty five, if you want to. That's, a, that's an impressive slap. A healing slap. <laughs> 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 that's some Vulcan stuff right there. Um, and I got a four. I don't think I have anything for, yeah. So uh, I'm one short of healing. So I had to slap harder. <laughs> um, Faster, you, stronger. <laughs> I think you, you go at it a few times. Um, and if anything, he's more unconscious. Damn um, it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Max, right, what are um, you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to wake him up. It's not happening. I know you he's hit alive, a but... when he's down. <laughs> But I believe in him. Okay, I'm going to stop hitting him. Clearly, this is getting nowhere. But he's, can I see if he's breathing? Uh, he does seem alive and breathing. Um, okay. Just unconscious. Okay. Now what? Uh, I'm what going excavating for Gelfling in the uh, in the other shapes, cocoons. Yeah, you can sort of uh, get them certainly upright and out of the, the water. Um what are they? Are they both drenching? Um, so as you sort of cut away, uh, the second one uh, is is drenching, um, but the third one uh, seems to be an ancient stonewood um, uh, gelfling um, who uh, has a large scar uh, across their across their face, an old battle wound. Um, they're sort of heavily set, um, clearly. Uh, well, many Stonewood are warriors, but um, this is clearly not an exception to the rule. Um, and uh, yeah, seems, and they're all uh, alive. Uh, they're the all alive. Guy? Okay. Uh, even the even the ancient guy. Yeah. Well, slapping doesn't work, so I'm just going to put that out there. Don't slap the the ancient guy, um, <laughs> even though he does look like he could take it. Um, well, they do say don't slap your elders, so um, I won't <laughs> be doing that. The that. Saying? I, That's I the saying. I'm sure it was something like, that. "Don't slap your elders." I'm, something, something, something. Don't kick a granny when it's down. I'm just, something like that. I'm sure it was something. So uh, that does seem like a familiar proverb. Our cultures are melding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was. Yeah, so, something, okay. something. I don't know. Um, I'm going to attempt a healing check on these guys to see if I can wake anyone up. Good idea. I uh, have no reason yeah. to believe it would work, but better than mine anyway. did. Um, so that's going to be difficulty five on the other um, 
the other drenchon and difficulty four on the um, on the stonewood. Sadly, I rolled a four on the other drenchon and a three on the. Uh, <laughs> So just Perfect. one too low each time. I should not have declared my intentions. You see, that was the problem there. Um, so yeah. we, okay, we've got three bodies, uh, two hands each, and uh, quite a walk home, I'm going to say. Thoughts? Yeah, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense to try to drag them all the way back. We We have to wake them up somehow. Or... Unless, it doesn't seem likely that, yeah. I've just had an idea. If it's the same one I had, go, go. I'm sure it's not the same one you had. Uh, I have sticker shrub in my, uh, in my bag. So I'm wondering if I can stick two cocoons together and then just drag them so that they're stuck to each other. It would be easy to <laughs> well, drag couldn't we also like together? rope them around with one of the vine things, the sticky vines too, to like reinforce? We could, but I don't know if we get our hands off it again. That's true. We I mean, that was little. that was really my issue the first time. I mean, if we we could make like a handle yeah, out put, of leaves, but do you know what? Was... We're gonna pick up every damn thing in the mud <laughs> on the way home. We're gonna get back looking like a freaking caddisfly larva. <laughs> That's true. Okay, let's go with your. We found the direction, and also half of the swamp. Yes. <laughs> um, Seventeen mudfish uh, and an entire tree. Uh, I love it. So yeah, working quickly, you uh, sort of take the sticker shrub and you sort of prepare it into a paste uh, and you sort of slather it between the cocoons, stick them together so that uh, they're easier to transport. Um, you, uh, you also hear uh, the voice once more say, uh, careful gelfling, the Arathim wakes. Is the Arathim waking up? Uh, as you look, uh, you do indeed see that the uh, the Arathim groggily sort of seems to be um, slowly getting to its to its feet. Yeah, just stick them together as fast as you can, man. Stick them, stick them, and drag. Right? Just heave yeah, yeah. Ho? yeah, yeah. Heave ho. Drag. Totally drag. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, gonna drag my two because I reckon I'm a bit sturdier than you are. A little beefier. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not. And you've got one, and we're going to drag them to the edge of the clearing. So if you can give me a, uh, a strength check, uh, difficulty four for the two, and difficulty two for the one. Come on, good dice. Oh, it's a five. Oh, oh. Yeah, so you, you are not going to believe this, but I have totally just slipped in the mud. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, natural one. Uh, oh, no. So you sort of, you pull on the, uh, the, the two together, um, and sort of almost drop from the uh, from the weight of them. Um, oh, what have you been eating? <laughs> so I'm like several meters ahead with my one. Like, hey, I'm doing pretty good. Hey, where are you? <laughs> where did you? <laughs> <laughs> this is not how I expected this to go. <laughs> this was not the plan. Just okay. saying. Yeah, you are. Sort of, you take you take one one heavy step, and uh, the arafin. Uh, looks up, sort of groggily, uh, sort of stumbles slightly, puts uh, one one leg onto the uh, onto the prison and uh, stares at you with its with its good eye, and its mandibles go crazy and it makes a scuttering roar. Uh, it is clearly not at all happy with being uh, tricked and uh, 
To be fair, we just stole his lunchables. So <laughs> I would we call that tricking, buddy? We you clearly needed a rest. You had a rough time. I really I had no malicious intent. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna drop my one guy however far ahead I managed to get and come running back to try to help Nara heave ho her two guys together. So maybe the two of us can yoink him, yoink them better than just, I don't know how much help I'll be, but I'll try. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you can get back. Um, and uh, the, uh, the Arafin is going to um, uh, give its, its skittering roar once again and uh, raise its claw uh, towards you. No. Um, so it is going to make an attack. Uh, as you uh, as you get scary. in, uh, so this is a challenge. Uh, okay. So essentially, it's going to uh, make an attack roll, and uh, you are going to uh, defend. So you can either uh, use reflexes to defend, uh, you can use block, or you can use block. If you use block, then you must have an item that you're blocking with. Essentially, can I block with a machete? Uh, you can. Yeah. Um, so essentially, that's not a specialized weapon, but it means you're not hindered. I have a staff that's especially made for blocking. Um, it says after I block an attack, my next attack is improved. So if you still want to use your machete to block and we do it together, that's that's cool. But my staff is definitely meant for blocking. I'm a defensive um, so I think, person. I think um, it's coming at it's coming at both of you. Um, so okay. you're going to both need to uh, to block or to dodge. All right, let's try this. this boy. Oh, that's a six. Do I get to add my strength to a block? Um, you'll if you have uh, any points in strength. Um, I have point in strength. Uh, so you'll add one, unless you're specialized in block as well, in which case you add two, seven. Um, so it's lucky you got that because he also rolled a seven. Uh, so yeah, you manage to sort of bring your bring your blade up, and sparks fly as it uh, as it parries across the uh, the length of his um, uh, his scything claw. Not today, um, Mister Leggy. And then uh, uh, rags. What did you get? Um, uh, I got a, a four. A four. Yeah. Uh, he, rolled, he rolled a six on that one. He was doing pretty oh, well. So um, he is rolling. <laughs> The stuff. Uh, so you rolled four on the the two dice. You rolled two oh, dice. That's right. There's two. I forgot it was two. You're right. Yeah, four was the highest though. Dang. Okay. Okay. Um, so when I'm good. Yeah. I'm real good. But when I'm bad, I'm awful. <laughs> uh, so the first strike uh, glances off of the uh, uh, the machete. The second, however, uh, smacks into um, into rags, uh, who takes one damage. No. Um, so what that means is. Uh, you are now, instead of using a d6, you're using a d4 uh, for basically all checks. And if you take another damage, that's when uh, injury tables start start happening. Okay. Am I going to d4? The next thing that uh, fills your ears uh, is a creaking shout of anger. Um, uh, the creaking is coming from the breaking of wood. Uh, the shout is coming from within the ape knot tree. Oh no. And uh, you see a hand, only a hand, uh, grasp its way 
smashing through the oak, uh, through the through the bark, and grab onto the shell of the arafin. And the voice shouts one word: "Run!" Do we want to listen to the racist guy? But running makes sense at the same time, so maybe we should run. Um, I want to give one more attempt to grab my cargo yeah. and see if I can run with them. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Um, so if you guys are working together on, mm-hmm. uh, on that, then uh, there'll be no check for that. You can uh, sort of carry the two ends of the, the cargo together and, okay. uh, and drag that together. Cool. So are we able to grab the third guy too, like all... Between the two of us, just grab the three dudes in one bundle. My guess is once we've got them moving. Once we've got them moving, it's a bit easier. Yeah. You've okay. sort of you've already made the check to carry that uh, that first guy. So sort of um, uh, yeah. So as you sort of drag them away, you can see this uh, this arafin um, is being held in an iron sort of grip. The uh, the skeksis claw is not letting go, despite the arafin sort of curling and trying to claw back at it, screaming at the sky, screaming at you. Um, you have clearly made uh, something of an enemy, <laughs> but the uh, the Skeksis holds it tight and uh, does not let go uh, for anybody, allowing you to uh, to drag your cargo out into the swamp of Sog. As we drag them away, and we're far far enough away that we can't hear or hear or see the the uh, the prison the anymore. Screaming. <laughs> I I pause. I drop the cargo that goes. <laughs> and I turn to, to Rags and I'm like, I don't know what we're going to tell Mordra Lacid, but it's not going to be good. Yeah. Um, I'm also really proud of you for not grabbing that sword. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted and, that sword. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and maybe we can also let her know that, you know, we can sing Spider to sleep, worst case scenario. Like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna play up that part of it. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we definitely conquered like a whole Arathim, and he had he had friends. I am sure that he had friends, and we we just like yeah, we were we were so brave, and then we saved these guys, and we were amazing, and it was not our fault that whatever that thing was got its hand out. That was nothing to do with us. No, no, that's it was... the story. Yeah, absolutely, and we and we were la 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 lying everything it said you know we didn't even hear i don't even know what it said except for you know we had this intuition that told us to run and yeah, so like, absolutely we just knew. i didn't even know it's racist it's a racist sketch i've got no idea about that nope no no idea i yeah. think i look there i look back i think we should go home let's go and i think and with we... that <laughs> the uh, the credits start to roll and uh, you have successfully uh, saved the guards of the. Uh, did not the... die. <laughs> not I only took one point of damage. Not so bad for kind of fumbling <laughs> moron. Woo! <laughs> uh, definitely. Um, no, he is. He is a very dangerous, uh, dangerous guy. But, um, so, just for anyone who uh, might end up uh, getting the uh, the book. Uh, that was a sort of that was a mix of two scenes that I sort of mashed together just to because um, I knew that uh, you knew a bit about the ape not prison already, so I thought I'd yeah. throw in uh, a awesome. bit of uh, Scarn's vengeance in there as well, Scarn's fury even. That was Very really cool. cool, really cool. 
and both scenes that I had nothing to do with writing, which is really yes, nice. That was I, was another like, I don't know about decision. this stuff. This is awesome. That's yeah, that's so another. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for doing this with me. This has been just so much fun. I love a nice, like short and sweet session. I love an intimate party. It's, it's just stuff like this. I live for it. I, I can't believe I get to do this and say that I'm a pro at something <laughs> that is just super fun to do. Um, so yeah, everybody who uh, who is watching, happy Thralloween. Um, and I, I hope that you guys, if you have not already pre-ordered the Dark Crystal Adventure game, please, please do as soon as possible. It makes a lovely um, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, you can do it in Thra. And if this didn't prove that to you, I don't know what will. So, just to say, uh, if you do want to buy the uh, buy the book, you can pre-order it on Riverhorse Games, um, and I'm sure there's a link somewhere. Everything will be linked. <laughs> everything, but yeah, good idea. Let's plug stuff. Who, what, anything you guys want to put out there? I'm Janet. I'm an RPG writer. I also run World Anvil, which you can see up there. It is, it is a world building platform and novel writing software and gaming, so campaign managing software. So if you're into RPG games, like this very cool game, uh, or if you write novels, or if you just love building worlds that are as rich and diverse as Thra, then World Anvil is the ultimate place to do that. We have 1.5 million world builders there already writing, creating, making beautiful worlds. And uh, you can go join them uh, right now. Create a free account at worldanvil.com. I will add that Thra, can I say this, is coming to World Anvil. Uh, it is in the works, yes. Thra Yay! is coming to World Anvil. <laughs> you will be able to explore the world of Thra, check out interactive maps of the of the landscape, explore the, the spaces that are in the book as well with page numbers, right? So you can like, quickly <laughs> navigate the whole thing really easily. I am so excited to see the amazing art that that um chris has been working on over at river horse and Phenomenal. uh of course all the work that jack has been doing to go on to world anvil so uh yeah thra fully interactive cannot wait for that i am beside myself with glee that's gonna be so great um thank you to jack and thank you to janet and with that i'll take it away back to philip Thank you so much, Sydney, Jack, and Janet for that very special sneak peek into the Dark Crystal Adventure game. Of course, the game will be coming out later this year and you can pre-order the game right now through River Horses Games uh, website or pre-order it from any um, book retailer or any retailers that will um, sell the book, of course. Um, so if you want to actually know more about the podcast that Sydney and myself uh, do called Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal Podcast. Uh, you can find out all about the podcast on our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Um, and we're also on Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, um, on a lot of the uh, podcasting platforms. If you just do a search for Dark Crystal Podcast, you'll probably find us. So, um, and of course, you can follow us on our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, links will be in the description below. Um, again, thank you so much for watching our presentation. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. 
Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.